0: Thank you so much for listening to episode one. We just want to read out a few comments that we got from some fans um, and some really interesting insight, you know, that we have from some listeners who will now be devoted listeners. Um, Adam had commented, the first U.S. presidential debate was September 26th. So that's the 27th hour time, uh, which was when the Luis Filippo, I said Luis. Wow. <laughs> wow. All right. Hold on. Let me keep going which is when the Lossi Filippo story broke. You'd think a preview on the 27th would be bigger. Um, interesting comment here, Adam. You're, you know, you're absolutely right. Uh, I believe it was Trump and Clinton debating, uh, and you would think that was their first debate. You would think that would make front page. But no, in the Dominion Post, uh, the Lossi Filippo story was front page. Um, and you know, as was commented on by a lot of other people in the episode, he wasn't playing for Wellington Lions at the time. Um, I believe that photo of him at the front page, with him in the Wellington Lions jersey, was photoshopped to make it look like he was an actual player. Um, so yeah, great comment there, Adam. Really appreciate your insight, and thank you so much for listening. Alicia says, "This exclamation mark! You know how we feel about punctuation marks." Um, we looked at this in high performance for Welling Union. And the perception of rugby players in society versus cricket. This seriously needs to be addressed because the stereotypes are horrific. There was even a case of a Wellington player snorting drugs off a shield his team had won. He was white and didn't even finish out his ban. But had that been a person of color, could have been a completely different story. Um, She then goes on to say, there were even posters around uni calling to boycott the Lions. But I don't see anyone boycotting the cricket. Thank you so much for the comment. Absolutely right. And I think with that episode that's exactly what we wanted to um, portray, just the the different ways that we treat these sports players because of where they're from and because of the sports that they play. So thank you so much for listening, Alicia, and thank you so much for the comment.
1: Warning. The content in this episode discusses and contains language concerning infant mortality. Some of the content will be triggering to some of our listeners. So when you hear this sound,
0: the content following may contain one of the episode's triggers. Measles is an airborne disease which is described as highly contagious and is transferred from infected to non-infected by coughing or sneezing. Measles can start with a cough, fever, runny nose, or a small rash. Complications of the disease can cause diarrhea, pneumonia, and in less common cases, seizures, blindness or brain damage.
1: One in four individuals will be hospitalized. Two in 1,000 will die. Complications or fatalities are more likely to be seen in children or those with compromised immune systems. Due to the fact it's extremely infectious, it's very difficult to wipe out the measles, let alone contain an outbreak.
0: The vaccine for the measles was created and introduced in 1963 and improved slash perfected in 1968, although many specialists will argue nothing in science is perfect. When rates of vaccination within a population are greater than 92%, outbreaks of measles typically no longer occur.
1: This week, we'll be unpacking the 2019 measles outbreak in Samoa. Let's unpack.
0: In late 2019, Samoa had an outbreak of the measles. The cause of the outbreak is attributed to vaccination rates declining from 74% to 31%. An infected passenger traveled from Auckland to Opolu in 2019. 5,007 cases, 83 deaths. And the outbreak is still going on. Now, we've looked at a lot of articles here. first one we're actually going to look at is from the New Zealand Herald. Once again... There was a trade warning at the start of this, but this article in particular focuses on New Zealand sending uh, small coffins to Samoa because obviously the rate of infection had just sort of hit children. That's heartbreaking, man.
1: It it really is heartbreaking. Small coffins, I,
0: yeah. Yeah, and that that was was the headline, it was the tagline for the article, they posted that on Facebook. Um, First comment is from Debbie. Debbie says, apparently this strain of measles is more deadly in adults. So why are only children dying from it? Well, I guess this is a good time to actually unpack what the measles is. So the measles is actually a disease, which is one of the most infectious diseases. Um, And there's really, it's really hard to sort of eradicate an outbreak or Mm. to sort of stop an outbreak. Once it's out, it's out. Um, But the disease actually unteaches your body how to fight disease. That's wild.
1: That in and of itself?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like teaches your
1: body how to unfire so it's just like I'm gonna ruin you and then for the rest of my disease homies we're gonna
0: just (laughs) run straight through you as well like the disease has a cheat code (laughs) like it is it is a super super disease so if your immune system or you're immunocompromised um, you're gonna have a tough time fighting the measles Um, once again like it's so infectious that you really can't not get it if there's an outbreak near you but (sighs) yeah yeah so Debbie actually mentions that this strain is more deadly than, uh, in adults. That's not true. Once, just a quick fact check. Yeah, and the strain is actually a D8 strain. That yeah, what broke. is what is D8? You you talking mad spicy? I know what that means. I've been reading about vaccines for days and <laughs> measles for days, so I got you on this one. D8 is a one of the actual OG strains of measles. So that means it's a bit it's, of power. Respects to D8. You not pay, it's a natural occurring. So like, it's an OG measles. It it just cannot be fought with regular drugs. Right, so once it's in you, your body has to sort of defeat it. That's that OG strain. The first reported of the DH strain was actually in 2011, um, in Romania by like one dude, and there weren't any secondary cases until 2014, which means that dude must have been like isolating, isolating. Yeah, I'm gonna give this to anybody. I'm not gonna
1: see anybody. Don't talk to me. Don't come near me. <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: honestly props to that guy. Yeah, I'm like shout out to him. Yeah, but um, yeah, these these wild type viruses, um, such as the DH strain is, it's just way more infectious. So not a mutation. It hasn't learned anything. It's just the OG measles. So it's not more deadly in ad- adults at all, Debbie. Um, it's just going to be more deadly if complications occur or mm. your immune system is not ready to fight I such a see. disease. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Next comment. Um, we're looking at Gina. Gina says, however, the media has strangely quiet. That First of all, let pause there. That sentence isn't... I'm not trying to be the English teacher over here. but <laughs> Yeah, this guy. You've been reading people's people's comments and being like, mm,
1: you need to have your okay,
0: punctuation. Relax, I need to see a comma bro. or two. All right, all right, all right. Let, me, let me relax. All right. Gina says, however, the media has been strangely quiet on the very recent measles vaccination regime introduced into <laughs> Samoa.
1: This guy, bro, you can breathe in a scene bro, <laughs> I know <noticed> Gina <laughs> doesn't have <happen>. the <laughs>
0: you can breathe in the
1: sentence man you <gasps> can not, your own she doesn't have a comma oh, i gotta guy. do
0: it justice this guy look, gina i'm doing you justice i hope if you listen to this you're proud of me okay <laughs> let me one more time one more time however the media has been strangely quiet on the very recent measles vaccination regime introduced into samoa proceeding these multiple children mortalities so there's a lot there there's a lot yeah there is a lot um gina is somewhat correct <laughs> And we don't really want to play into the anti-vax rhetoric. However, in 2018, in Savi'i, and I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly, two 12-month-old children had died after receiving an MMR vaccination.
1: Now, that wasn't
0: because of the vaccination itself, though, was it? Absolutely not. No, the it was uh, poorly prepared. Uh, the nurses that mixed the vaccine powder actually mixed it with expired anesthetic instead of the appropriate... Ooh! Yeah, so... As you know, an anesthetic makes you go numb or, you know, allows yeah. you to not feel pain as much. Expired anesthetic. Yeah, what do you... To an adult, that might make your whole arm die for a little bit. Yeah, so you just to, don't feel anything. To a 12-month baby. Oh, my word. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's not gonna, it's not gonna really last. So, um, that's how two 12-month-old children died. Um, and Gina has a
1: point gina does also say the media has been strangely quiet on the issue and it does bring up the conversation around what role the media has to play in scaremongering and whether they should just report the facts the cold hard facts regardless of what they are regardless of the implications or whether they have a role to play where they somewhat withhold information and i know when you're getting to the point where people are determining what the public should and shouldn't know, mm. that's very dangerous. I'm not sure I want to live in a society
0: like that. <laughs> but oh no, I guess there's different ways that you can you, you, can, set, you can send you can a message. There, yeah, definitely is. And I mean, on that ta- like on that tactic of scaremongering, right? I feel like if they had reported, especially in New Zealand, had the New Zealand Herald reported on two young Samoan children sadly passing away because of an ill-prepared vaccine, that would have played into the anti-vax rhetoric, right? Absolutely my word i can see the headlines i can see the, now. I can see the headlines i can see, right see now. the videos yeah. on my feed but is that is that their responsibility to tell us that though you know to for us to make our own decisions um about that sort of thing however we are talking about new zealand herald not scaremongering on an article which is headlined that they're sending small coffins to samoa yeah you're right you, so that's like, my bad i was acting wild you're right yeah, i feel i feel like if anybody <laughs> has the audacity to it's new zealand herald Now, the next article we're going to focus on is a Stuff.co.nz article um, talking about the measles outbreak as it's happening, as this was a breaking news post. Um, While the current measles outbreak in Samoa has already claimed 62 lives, no one has died from the measles in New Zealand this year, uh, was the tagline for the article, which is a little bit of a weird flex. It's kind of ruining lives over there, but we good we good which i don't know if you should really be like hey king
1: no no, no say no more because we good okay. we good remember we good so it's oh, all right oh true no yeah. true stuff said yeah, that we yeah. good so hey we need to pack up the stuff we're like oh yo pun s- not intended s- we need to pack up the recording equipment we need to go yeah, we need we gotta, to stop because we good because we're good stuff said don't worry about all that hey we're yeah. fine king? stuff really
0: pulled the michael jordan <laughs> <them kids>. <laughs> <laughs> okay shucks comment is the first comment we're gonna look at. Uh, and it says, Because the government created a super strain in their vaccines, which they tested on Samoa and caused an epidemic. You can't start a sentence with because. I'm not sure that w-
1: Oh, man's really honest. Oh, <laughs> you really my. Can't.
0: Because what? <sighs> okay. What's the preface? What's right, the subject off, to the sentence? Go off King. I'm just go trying off. to say. I'm just trying to say go because off, King. the government created What are you what are you answering? Anyways, okay. Alright. Are uh, you good? Yeah, I'm good. Alright. I got it out. Super strain. The government created a super strain and their vaccines, which they tested on Samoa. I don't know about that one, Chief. But an epidemic is actually just a disease being carried and spread in like a country and people having it at the same time. Yeah. So there's active cases at the same time, whereas a pandemic is like a like an international one, right? Mm. So correct. It 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 is an epidemic. Was it caused by a super strain created by the government and vaccines? See no okay it wasn't however
1: mm-hmm. i don't blame chuck for making the comment okay. because historically there have been times where the government has done some horrible horrible stuff and tested different strains of vaccines different strains of diseases on their population without their consent without uh, their knowledge uh, yeah you and said horrible
0: twice so i was like okay this is yeah this, this like, is like emphasizing it
1: and one example in particular is in the united states 1946 <laughs> great year Was it? No. No, it was not a great year. I'm just wilding out. (laughs) So the US government immorally and unethically engaged in research experiments in which more than 5,000 uninformed and unconsenting Guatemalan people were intentionally infected with bacteria that causes sexually transmitted diseases. Now, when I think of that, I go back to health class in year 10 and it's like, don't have sex because you'll get STIs. So apparently in this one, it's don't be from Guatemala, otherwise you'll get an STI.
0: Yeah, what the... Yo, that's... (laughs) that's, Like, can you think of any way worse to, like, ruin someone's life? That is...
1: I just... I just cannot. And unfortunately, as long as they've done anything since to make up for that. The study involved 5,128 vulnerable people. Health officials infected at least 1,300 of these people with syphilis.
0: Oh! Gonorrhea. What? (laughs) Correctly. I thought you were done at syphilis. This yeah, seems to worse and worse. Yeah, uh, yeah. Do you also know how far Guatemala is from, like, the US border? Yeah, they were. You gotta <laughs> go through Mexico and Belize. Like... And
1: the thing is, this wasn't where the study was started. See, the reason why they tested it, they did the study on... And calling it a study? I, I feel yeah, kind of weird calling yeah, it a I study. Feel, yeah, I'm feeling... I feel uncomfortable about that. Was because researchers weren't able to consistently produce gonorrhea infections in prisoners in a prison in Indiana, and
0: that oh. needs to be unpacked in and of itself but i digress yeah let's not unpack the prison system right now i digress we don't even have that kind of time no nah, we do not that is that is wild that is actually wild i'm now that's where I understand Chuck's comment okay. exactly like, the thing is that's one of many cases when
1: government have, have been doing some shady shady shit
0: right right and I mean you see a lot of artists even in the states right now talking about like vaccines are used to sterilize people and, and whatever exactly. right and I mean with that you know where there's smoke there's fire I'm not saying buy into the anti-vax rhetoric but I am saying that with things like these where the government have done horrible horrible things thank you King that's alright um, I can see where the fear comes from Next comment uh, is Kyla's. Uh, Kyla says, sanitation, <sighs> hygiene,
1: mm? heat, yeah.
0: lack of good nutrition, mm? incorrect treatment, mm-hmm. F- giving vaccines to children with the virus, What? a shortage of vitamin A early on. Hmm? Samoa has third world standards. Oh my God. It's not all like Aggie Gray brochure. <sighs> Number of measles cases in Samoa in 2019, 4,000. 60 deaths and growing. Number of measles in New Zealand, 2019, 1,000. 000. zero deaths. If measles were a deadly disease, Samoa should have zero. At a stretch, four. United States measles deaths, zero. Africa, 1,500. See a pattern here? No. Do you do you see, you see anything here? Yo, there is no pattern. There's what? no <laughs>
1: pattern here. And I just want to say, why you got to bring in Africa at the end? Of? Africa, no, we're it, just like, chilling.
0: 1,500. Do you La- see a pattern? Do like, you see a pattern? You can't just put up numbers and say, <laughs> and you, say, say you a see a pattern? pattern? Like what Yeah, look closer Kayla. <laughs> look closer
1: and I like the way you, you kind of read it like slam poetry
0: well like there's, there's I about mean that's 20 the that it was post stops <laughs> in the, in the
1: comment. Hey, you're complaining about punctuation there you go it's literally there written like a poem there you go yeah she
0: gave all
1: the poem, like go. all
0: the punctuation I needed for the entire season exactly that's all Kyla has blessed everybody else hey snaps yeah. poetry snaps to Kyla honestly
1: Kyla You gotta give applause for the punctuation. But, so as you said, sanitation, hygiene, Mm -hmm. heat, Mm. lack of good nutrition. That starts
0: out like a great comment. I'm like, okay, Kyla.
1: Sanitation, hygiene? Yep, nice. Spit. I like that. spitting. I like that. She's spitting. Heat? Mm hmm. I'm still with you. Lack of good nutrition? Okay, well, okay, okay, all right. Incorrect treatment. What are you talking about? giving vaccines to children with the virus Kyla no baby what are you doing a shortage of vit A early on okay <sighs> Kyla ooh. you lot Kyla you whose were... side are you
0: on B <laughs> what's
1: going on <laughs> I was gonna
0: ride with you and then yeah yeah he, uh, died with you clearly <laughs> also Samoa has third world standards uh, if you're still using third world and first world <sighs> like it's
1: <Like, that's sighs> not the cold war yeah anymore. I'm
0: not I'm not really a, nah. you can't be using like come on what does that what does that even mean nobody can tell you what it means we can use developing countries and developed countries and even then i'm kind of like i'm kind of like
1: oh is that does that mean that developed countries are the ideal because i mean they have some stuff going on
0: that ain't really developed it's not even developed at all exactly this is a lie this is nothing like the brochure um (laughs) but these numbers are numbers man and honestly i already knew when i picked out this comment that I'm going to just leave it for Tabby. You know I'm rubbing my hands together when I see this. You already are rubbing your hands together. I am. This, I can see
1: you already. I am. Because you know I love numbers. And when seeing those numbers, I was like, I want you to try and get an understanding, say, the number of cases that we had in Samoa, what it'd be like in New Zealand.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So in 2019, according to World Meter, Samoa's population was 197,000. Okay. With 5,707 people being infected and, unfortunately, 83 deaths and counting... That gives an infection percentage of 2.89% and a death percentage of 0.042. And I know what you're thinking. You're like, 2%?
0: 0.04? We're good! I'm, I'm definitely not thinking that, but you continue. Definitely, hey, you can, see on the, you can see what's coming up. You can, <laughs> can see what's coming up! Because I, 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 I know you're ruin this for me. <laughs> I'm going to ruin your life.
1: In New Zealand, with those percentages, that would give you 138,494 infections... And 2,014 deaths. Tabby! 138,000. Why
0: do you have to do this? I'm
1: sorry, bro. I saw the numbers come through and I was like, "Okay, hey, Kai, say no more. <sighs> say no more. You could have stopped. But I'm not done. I want to truly unpack this. So 138,000 people, that is 64% of Wellington's population, oh. 10% of Auckland, and 37% of Christchurch. And I don't want to have to do it to you. I know you're chilling over there. By the one hundred thirty-eight thousand, that is twenty-four kaitaias. I'm sorry, you. King. I hate you. I'm so sorry. You didn't have to do I'm that. I
0: didn't. You literally right. didn't, have I didn't have to, have do, to that, do it. But you just came for my hometown. I'm sorry, but I had to. Twenty-four. Twenty-four. Can we like trade three for one fang a day? <laughs>
1: yeah, you good. Okay, yeah, yeah, that yeah, Trade cheers, went through. I got you. Oh, sure. oh, I got oh, you, oh, King. Oh, I'm oh, 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 getting tired after twenty. Exactly. No, I understand that. And I don't want to be that guy to compare it to coronavirus, but I'm gonna be that guy. So we currently have 1,183 cases in New Zealand and unfortunately 22 people have passed away. So that's about one percent of the numbers of infections we would have of measles and about a quarter of the deaths. But I'm I'm not gonna go any any deeper into that. I don't want to talk about that. We're gonna say that for season two, maybe season five, depending on whether we how many waves of COVID we have. I don't know. Yeah, if COVID keep
0: doing on, bro. Exactly. We, we might
1: never get to it. Exactly. Bro. But that's a bit of perspective because it's really easy, like the comment above, say, to think, oh okay, this hasn't affected us, so we're good. Mm, right. But if you think about it, if it had, especially because in New Zealand we have a very densely populated country, especially in somewhere like Auckland, Wellington, Christchurch.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It would have been horrible. And, and I mean, we could even take that a step further and say, you know, those two children that, that passed away because of the ill-prepared vaccine in Samoa, what if 200 children passed away here? Exactly. With the same ill-prepared vaccine. We would... I I already know that some of vaccination rates would decline oh, in certain cities. So I
1: I don't want to think about that.
0: Yeah, exactly, right? So
1: anti-vaxxers bro they'll be getting their tinfoil hats out oh yeah they'll be polishing it up so great comment Kyla do we see a pattern? no no I'm still looking like, I'm still she looking can, like, but... she can turn the light on and <laughs> show us the pen. Oh no. but you
0: brought up some interesting numbers and I think the the point that she was trying to prove I feel like Tabby really just proved it of we're not actually like even though we're not at the same rate, don't be smiling over here exactly yeah so because hmm. it could have just as easily have been us Next comment is by Zelia. That's what happens when you vaccinate already infected children. That's what you get when you have a population deficient of vitamin A and vitamin C. Those poor people, victims of negligence by the Ministry of Health, ignoring WHO guidelines, overloading fragile systems with antibiotics and pomol. Shame on the media. Shame on the system. Those last two sentences were also all caps because we beg on punctuation. Apparently, I mean, we had three exclamation points last episode. That's wild. We're dude. coming through caps lock. Caps lock. That's a shadow match. Shame on the media. Shame on the system. That's what she's really saying. Mm. Um, a lot to unpack here, really. Um, first of all, I don't understand how somebody could have the audacity to sit behind a computer screen and hit "That's what you get." That's what you when get. That's what happens when... It's like, yo, sh- come on. Come on, relax. That's a whole please, country.
1: Please, Ilya. Come on, Zilia.
0: C- relax. But um, she talks about the deficiency of vitamin A and vitamin C. Now, we all talk about our vitamins again, our five a day, right? But But um, vitamin A actually allows and helps the body to develop antibodies and, and white blood cells, which uh, help to fight infections or diseases in your body, right? So whatever disease comes your way, the amount of vitamin A you got... It's going to make it a little bit less dangerous for your body to, you know, handle, right? Um, But if you're vitamin A deficient, um, you're not going to have that much of a better chance fighting off the disease, Mm, right? It's going to be in a tough situation. Exactly, exactly. And may I just point that out there that even if you have supplements of vitamin A, Yes, you have a better chance of fighting off the disease. It does not mean that you are automatically immune. Yeah, because I was about to go to the store and buy some supplements of vitamin A or something like that after this. Oh, I've been snorting it for the past five <laughs> weeks. <laughs> I'm still sick. So. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're not immune. Um, so a lot of people are talking about, you know, if you're deficient in vitamin A, that's what, you know, that's what's going to happen. You're going to get the measles. You're going to get the measles if you have vitamin A every day. And you're still mm. near an outbreak. It's just gonna pass. Mm. Oh, I see. Yeah, it's just gonna pass. Hopefully, depends on what your immune system be doing. But um, and as we talked about, measles actually unteaches your immune system out of that to is still it.
1: that will forever be wild.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, vitamin A enhances the antibody response to the measles vaccine uh, given at nine months of age, which is mo- when most people usually get the vaccine. Yeah. Um, especially in boys. Um, the gender gap really showing its way already at the start.
1: Yikes.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, if we're talking about a population being deficient in vitamin A and vitamin C, also kinda of strange to say that Samoa is deficient in vitamin A and vitamin C when we get a lot of our fruits and vegetables from them. Oh. Could you imagine that? Like having the audacity to be like, hey, that country is weak in vitamin A and vitamin C. Mm. you over here eating And then you go to the supermarket, market, check the banana. Oh eating their taro as well. Like Oh my bad. Oh, oh. oh is this coconut from so- Oh, that's... Yo, my... Oh, let me just... <laughs> hmm. Crazy how he's got the vitamins. <laughs> um, 30% of the world's population under the age of five are actually vitamin A deficient. 30%. 30%. Which is... Is that all these people in these third world
1: nations as was said before? Nope. It's no? all of them. Oh, yeah, we're all in it together now.
0: Oh, Look at bet. that. Third world, first world, whatever. Get <laughs> get in the car, Jackie. <laughs> <laughs> um And... You know like That's that's a whole lot of children That is That's a, lot. a whole lot of children That are vitamin A deficient um radio new zealand actually released an article um at the same time as this article that came out by stuff saying that anti-vaxxers and anti-vax groups are actually sending vitamin a to Samoa. now can we repeat that vitamin a is not a substitute for a vaccine nope no Mm -mm. it'll help you fight the common cold and diseases like the measles but it will not cure them and it will not make you immune but in a report by the world health organization in 2005 um, in Samoa, it found that 16% of preschool aged children were vitamin A deficient. Now, once again, with the numbers, I know you try to really bring it back. I'm, right.
1: a, I'm a it I'm to you. You I, have the numbers. I appreciate
0: that. So, 16%, really hard to, I guess, grab. But in my class at primary school, there were 25 kids. Now, if all of us got sick at the same time, four of those kids would have to go to hospital. Uh uh to battle the disease and johnny going to hospital sh- yeah not only johnny johnny and the three mates around him and one of them aren't going to come back one of them will die because 16 percent of these children are vitamin a deficient and one in four of those children will die i know that's sad but let's head back to the to the comment that i made previously about the anti-vaxxers sending vitamin a to Samoa. yeah I think we we were all looking at the article and being like, that is so terrible. Like, We should only be sending vaccines. Why are they sending vitamin A? Exactly. And then I think about it. If you're infected with the common cold. cold or the flu or whatever, you're getting vitamins in your body. That's, That's the true. first thing you're doing. Some people buy orange juice. Some people just buy yeah, apples I or always, stuff. I always go buy orange juice. Absolutely. So I know that anti aren't going to send vaccines. Oh, but are you kidding? But sending vitamin A... Once you're infected, that's probably the next best thing Mm. that you need, right? So... But not in place of. No, not in place of. Never in place of. No. No. Now, the final article that we're going to look at is uh, from News Hub, published on the 29th of August, 2019. Once again, somber, uh, but in the middle of the breakout. And it says, we tried to contain, we've done that in the past, but this one took on a life of its own. It doesn't appear to be something under the control, under control. Um, Nicole's comment was the first one we looked at and she says immunizations should be compulsory exclamation mark say it with your chest Nicole
1: I like it just the one not three three's a bit too spicy nah she she
0: knew what she wanted to say she went out and
1: dipped so Australia does have a system in which I'd say compulsory isn't the right word but it is definitely something which they are highly pushing to the people so they have what they've what is kind of colloquially known as a no jab no play policy so the national legislation states that your child must meet immunization requirements if you get family tax benefit part a or child care fee assistance okay so essentially if you're wanting to chuck your child in child care and you want to get maybe some financial support from the government your child needs to have met some immunization requirements Wow. However, when you look at Victoria, which has the toughest legislation, TAV enrollment confirmed for daycare, parents slash carers must provide the service with statements that show that the child is up to date with all vaccinations that are due for their age or that they're able to receive. And of course, there are going to be some situations where medically a child isn't going to be able to have a vaccine. So you can get a medical exemption, but there has to be signed up from a doctor. So going there and saying, I don't believe in vaccines... That's not enough. Get your kid out of here. Yeah, you're not gonna be able to have your child in daycare. Because as I said earlier, you need 92% of people to be vaccinated to have some form of herd immunity.
0: Well, damn. I'd be like, if a country really enacts that, I mean, how far is New Zealand from having those sort of conversations? And I mean... I always see, as you just pointed out, you know, like, children need to be vaccinated to go into these daycares and stuff like that. I always see that, uh, like, the anti-vax comments. And, and, I mean, we've been researching this one for a while. Exactly. And we've been reading a lot of stuff. Um, And one of the biggest anti-vax, like, I, I, I want to say commentary or statements is just like, well, if your kid's vaccinated and mine's not, what are you worried about? <sighs> because, obviously, like
1: nothing is perfect
0: also like i'm worried about your kid <laughs> That's <the
1: thing. laughs> like, i'm not
0: being individualistic
1: just yeah. worried about my kid i'm worried about everyone my kid gonna be fine <laughs> i'm worried about you exactly because yeah
0: <laughs> yeah so mm, we, we've seen that a lot and i mean yeah in those daycares if your kid isn't vaccinated once again like if my kids got all the vaccinations and and and, and it's all worked properly and none of them have been ill prepared and, and we are healthy I'm going to be fine. However, nothing is perfect. Unfortunately. Mm, And we're going to get into that. Mm -hmm. Next comment is from Cherie. Cherie says, I'm more scared of the vaccine killing me than the slim chance I might get the measles. Are you really? Mm, You sure? Are you really, Cherie? Now, once again, we don't go into any of the profiles or we talk about their personal information. Um, nor do we say their last names, but mm. I'm gonna have a guess that Shree is a grown woman, mm-hmm. and for her to be scared of a vaccine killing her, now as a grown adult, you've probably been through what twenty colds, twenty probably colds and About that, like, yeah, you know your your immune system is staunch. We ready. I'm good. We've been through some things. We got wars and battles done <laughs> up. I got battle scars. If you're scared of a vaccine killing you more than the slim chance you might get the measles. I mean, as I just
1: ran the numbers, like
0: 130,000 people.
1: It's not that slim of a chance. Yeah. Yeah. Also,
0: there's like many cases where obviously medical or human error has caused death following a vaccination, but not really the vaccine. The vaccine itself. mm -mm. No.
1: But you know, the thing is, when it comes to people who are part of the anti-vax movement, they fall prey to confirmation bias, right? Because you hear, you see an article about vaccines here and then maybe someone passing away soon afterwards Mm -hmm. and that's the only information they're looking for because of their prior held belief i mean when was last time we saw an article A, doctors crushed it today. All the vaccines, perfect. Kids, good. Like, when was the last time you saw that article? Doctors hate him. (laughs) Exactly.
0: (laughs) You're never going to see that article. However, when something does go wrong, oh, you're going to hear about it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, the numbers, you know, stay there for themselves. And I mean, that confirmation bias you just brought up as well, one of the things that we've seen from these anti-vax communities that we've kind of been looking into is the cutter incident being mentioned a lot, which is in 1955, um, a flaw in the vaccine manufacturing process. There were 40,000 cases, um, of polio resulting in 51 cases of permanent paralysis and five deaths among vaccinated individuals and 113 cases of paralysis and five deaths among contacts of vaccinated individuals from this flaw in the vaccine manufacturing process. Um, and as we talked about confirmation bias, this is one of the things which people keep bringing up. Like, what about the Cutter incident? And the thing is, they're not going to take into account
1: the hundreds and thousands of millions of times someone's been vaccinated a- and the- everything's been fine.
0: The estimations are that vaccina- vaccinations will prevent more than 21 million hospitalizations, and 732,000 deaths among children. Sorry, so the 21 million? I'm not going to run the numbers on that. I'm not going like, to run the numbers. Like, Could you imagine if we had those 21 million in hospitals in the last 20 years? Like, the DHBs are already blowing up.
1: Mm, overrun.
0: Yeah, so vaccinations have prevented nearly a million deaths and 21 million hospitalizations. That's, that's incredible. Obviously, we can't ever compare that to the infant mortality of an ill prepared vaccine or no, no. an unvaccinated child passing away from an infectious disease. However, we can see the vaccinations and the numbers do show, do work. But the numbers aren't there. And that's what you... Yeah, you know, exactly. we, can't, we can't prove something that isn't there, right? Exactly. Unfortunately. No. So that was the last comment and last article we'll look at. Um, and I just wanted to sort of point out that we've been reading this and researching and writing this episode for a long time. Yeah. Um, And we've read thousands of comments, uh, probably a hundred, a hundred and something articles too um, many. And we've scrolled countless, countless social media accounts and we, ah, man, I feel terrible. (laughs) It's, it's a lot. And, and the information that we've looked at has kind of been, Uh, I I guess damaging in a way, but we don't want that to take away from the, the 83 deaths in Samoa Mm. um, over the measles. And yeah, I just wanted to sort of point that out. I know Tabby, you, you know, you've been running the numbers on this and it's not easy to run the numbers on on deaths, let alone hospitalizations.
1: Of course. I mean, we sit here in our privileged position being like, Oh, this is what could have happened. But for every single number that I calculated, that was a, a legitimate person who's passed away or who has been infected, so we wanted yeah. to make sure that we state the fact that this does hurt going through these numbers, and sometimes we'll joke, sometimes we'll laugh, but we're not doing any case of laughing at something we're just we're just kind of being clowns. yeah that's uh, us
0: uh, and I mean, to, to throw the veil off as well, we are also laughing at some people who are commenting like clowns exactly. and, and sharing their opinions, which they don't even think about um, and, they, and they're not even sort of taking into account that people's daughters and people's sons are dying yeah you know so we want to we want to end off this episode on, on a nice note um we want to encourage you to do your own reading we want to encourage you to go see a doctor if you are sick Um, and if you do need a vaccine or you are worried about vaccine even if you need more information on them um yeah and make sure you check where you're getting your information from as well because the internet
1: is a mammoth place and you can get some information from places that shouldn't really be sharing
0: information absolutely i mean if the only information that we took were from the articles that we dissected uh we'd know nothing exactly in all honesty we had to go other places and, and and sort of read this so thank you so much for listening to the episode we do really wish that this is hit you in the right way yeah um and we dedicate this uh to the 83 deaths uh, for the Samoa outbreak uh, for measles in 2019. And that is still ongoing. How you can help is you can donate money uh, to UNICEF New Zealand. They have an emergency appeal for the Samoa's measles emergency uh, focusing on the vaccination program. Rotary Rotary New Zealand is also accepting cash donations that will be used to purchase hospital equipment as requested by the Samoan Ministry of Health. Um, And the Samoan government has set up a bank account to accept donations to support the measles response. The account name is BSP GOS Direct Transfer Fund Account and the account number is 2001-123104. The bank name is Bank South Pacific Limited and the SWIFT code is BOSPWSWS. Donors are asked to note to add the note, measles emergency operations when making deposits. Please go donate. Think twice and read your information. Until next time. Before we finish off, we want to give some quick shout outs to the people who helped us design this podcast. First of all, Slice Studios on Instagram has amazing graphics and did our logo and any other graphics you see for the podcast. Floyd Cribb and Treasure Matt did the intro and outro beat. Check them out on Spotify at Floyd Cribb or Treasure Matt or on SoundCloud on the same names or on Instagram. If you want to follow our other project at Say So Project, a mental health storytelling platform, you can check that out on Instagram or Facebook as well. And a quick shout out, our writers who will remain anonymous but do all the work behind the scenes of the podcast that you know and love and a quick shout out to young blu-ray who does all the stats and marketing for our podcast